Rob, what was the uh, internet drama you were about to show me? Oh, so Gary's album just came out, and, um, you know, I, I like Gary. So I've been just posting about it a lot and stuff. And, you know, trying to, you know, trying to come up with some kind of funny stuff. And I'll show you, this is a, I'll show you on Instagram because it's easier to see. Um, Are we recording? Yeah. Cool. We're recording. <laughs> uh, Matt, do I need to know anything? No, no. I mean, I think I didn't even tell you that this is normally, we talk about traumatic events in people's lives and try to make fun of it. Uh, Sounds so, fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, I had a really good time last time. I thought it was really funny. So this is the post. It's uh, that, you know, so, you know, I don't know if you've been following the, like, the these militia yeah. guys had a plot to uh, kidnap the governor and uh, it didn't work and they were arrested. And so, you know, it's a funny joke. Gary looks like he's in a militia, whatever. And then this one, like, Alston, like, rock dude that I, I guess I kind of know, he saw this and he just, like, got really offended and... It, because you were parodying them? <laughs> I, I, he just thought like it was too serious a story to make jokes about or something. Oh, SNL did a joke about it like last weekend. Yeah, like every like late night host does jokes about it. It's, you know, it's not, it, <laughs> it's insane. It's really weird. But it was, you know, I, I'm not the type of person that courts internet drama. So it was very stressful for like a day, but it, it blew over pretty quickly. But it was so weird. Was that just, so was that just like people on Facebook? It was one guy. I think it was two two people. Yeah. Um, it was one guy was was doing it, and then there were like three other people that were like, "Yeah, that's fucked up. You're a piece of shit." And uh, <laughs> I don't know, but it's just not like I, I don't like I, it's just not that offensive. I, I no, that's not uh, offensive at all. I mean, what is it gets into this big discussion of like what. When someone tells you you shouldn't joke about something, yeah, and you're like, "Well, fuck off," because yeah, if we start going down that route, then it's like my only coping mechanism for life. Yeah, you know, for sure. I think Matt, when I met you, you and I, I think uh, I wouldn't say we became fast friends, uh, maybe close acquaintances. You became slow-witted friends. Slow-witted. Dumb, uh, cum drunk friends, sluggish, slothy friends, yeah, sandwich buddies. (laughs) But it was, I really respect (laughs) sandwich buddies. Uh, I respected your that. Just, uh, I just imagined two Jareds from Subway, and that's not good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we each have six inches. <laughs> speak, speak for yourself. Oh, uh, I'm mine's only Red Bull. Three and a half. All right. uh, going by subway standards, that's two fifty. <laughs> <laughs> Why does every woman wear gloves? All right. Uh, what? Because <laughs> the sandwich. Part? Never. Mind. Uh, but you always pushed an envelope with your material on the stage, which I respected. Like you always, you know, and I'd see audiences look at you like. What is the matter with him? And I, I was like, he's just doing his job, which is talking about shit 
And yeah, I think the, the job of the comedian is to get the audience to look at you and go, what is the matter? <laughs> I did once hear someone give you a, uh, give you someone critique you in a, uh, in a way I thought was pretty funny where they said that your set was like five, five minutes of verbally humping the, 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 stool. <laughs> the stool. Yeah. 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 I think that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. I mean, that's pretty good though. Right. Cause stand up, a lot of it's your words. So if you can get actions with your words. Yeah. Yeah. And when you talk about like offensive subjects and shit, like I had a friend, it's a very funny comedian. I recommend him. Brian Bokey. Uh, he's a bunch of great yeah. podcasts and stuff. Uh, and he talks about how uh, he had like a creepy uncle who was known as Uncle Touchy. And like it was known in the family that his uncle was a child molester. Okay. And he talks uh, in this joke about how like his mom saw his uncle going for him and scooped him up and went, nope, nope, nope. And he's like, made this great bit <laughs> I was like, I was just this close from like severe trauma and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and his mom happened to be looking the other way. <laughs> yeah. And he, and he has this great bit and I'm, I'm not doing it justice and I'm glad I've ruined it. But I, I think that, uh, uh, after a show we were at the ice house, I saw someone come up to him and goes, Hey man, I was molested. And I don't think jokes about molestation is are funny. Okay, you just shouldn't talk about them. And yeah. Brian was like, I was molested and I can talk about whatever I want. Yeah. And the guy was like, okay. <laughs> and yeah. it just comes down to like, fuck off. I can say hey, what do you, anything I want. I mean, what do you think when you're making a joke about molestation? Is it, is, are you like, do they think you're being pro molestation in the joke? You know what I'm saying? Are you out there like, well, uh, he I almost touched me, but it was cool. Well, I think we've all heard child molestation jokes that we are, we are like, ugh, you know, just that are just like trite and and um, and 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 thoughtless. Where it's just like, yeah. uh, uh, Catholic priests, they they love uh, molesting kids. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, and I, I, I do think like the the that a joke, I do believe that a lot that a joke can be legitimately offensive, but I don't think just the topic can make it offensive. I, I don't yeah, think yeah, any yeah. topic is off limits. It just has to be right. handled appropriately. Yeah. yeah, and the way you were, yeah, I know exactly what kind of joke you're talking about. And I would just, yeah, those jokes are just lame. I yeah. guess as, as who I am, I wouldn't be offended by it, but I'm just like, it's a lame joke. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, it's shock, it's shock without any uh, like intelligence behind it. It's just like, like, hey, let me bring up this really uncomfortable thing. And I got nothing to say about it. Just wanted to bring it up. <laughs> Kids getting fucked is bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like when you tell someone not to talk about something because yeah. it makes you uncomfortable, it, it just starts down this like path of, okay, what else do I not, uh, am I not able to say? Yeah, where it's like life doesn't work that way. Life, you'd fall into things that you were never ready for, ex weren't meant to experience, and to talk about them is to like share truth. Yeah, and I, wisdom. I, I, I want to, you know, I want to, I, I like, I hate the idea of being like two middle-aged guys or, or one middle-aged guy and another guy who looks middle-aged talking about, uh, about like Wait, what? too sensitive. <laughs> Um, oh, you look like you've like you've been dead for a while, Matt. 
Oh yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty purple in this getup here. Uh, let me change this to the DL review. Oh, there I am. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't look good. You know these freaking these freaking Mac laptops? They put terrible cameras in them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like so expensive, but they don't really. They're junk. They just do they do the laptop also do your hair? <laughs> no, no, no. This is a this is a PC. No. Um, <laughs> I just got out of the shower. I figured I got a shower for this Zoom call in case you can smell me. <laughs> well, yeah, I pay for the pro account, so you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. Have you been on one of these Zooms and had someone like uh, beaten off or naked or something? Have you oh, yeah. bombarded? Yeah. Have you? We're not, we haven't we... had any actual person be beating off or naked, but we had early on when we were still figuring it out. Uh, we had some people come on and just like, you know, take over the screen and just shout racial slurs and, and put up porn and stuff. Oh, yeah. Classic moves. Yeah. Put, they hold a cell phone to the camera that's just like dick and balls, dick and balls. <laughs> just gross. Like, yeah, true. Hard dick and balls. Yeah. Yeah. Offensive dick and balls. Should have been, <laughs> it offended me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes you just see a dick and balls where you're like, I mean, I don't know how anyone could be offended by that. Yeah, I, I see someone I'm just like, yeah, this is that's a fine dick and balls. There's nothing I could put that up in a Zoom meeting. Yeah, I mean, you, sometimes you, you just see it. You see a dick and balls that is just that, and it just it, it just makes you think of a majestic horse running uh, across the range. True. But then other times you see a dick and balls, and you're like, oh, that's there's no need for anyone to see that. Yeah, it could. I can see some dick and balls that could be a principal character in a big budget movie. Yeah, and but then also equally, like sometimes I'll see a dick and balls that is like a, like a character actor, where oh, yeah. it's not like what you like. Not when you picture a beautiful dick and balls, it's not what you think of. But when you see it, you're like, but that is somehow a beautiful dick and balls. Yeah, maybe they weren't the most confident in the audition, but like when they performed, you could tell something about them, like mm -hmm. separated them from the other. Um, slong and two testes in the, in the waiting. I like that you we, you, bro you broke from us specifically calling it dick and balls. <laughs> do you think, do you think those like solo, you know, male pornography videos, if they, if they moved away from the audition process, there must be like, do you think the solo ones, do you have to audition for the solo ones? Yeah. Where you're oh. like, I just Gary I Peterson, SAG-AFTRA. <laughs> You're talking like a like a jerk off video. You think you have to like? I I think you just have to be able to afford a camera. True, and get hard. Don't yeah, you need to afford a camera, get hard, and uh, have uh, have uh, access to the internet. Rob has very specific bullet points that worry me. <laughs> you know, sometimes I feel like jerking off, and I just watch a guy do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, people watch people play video games rather than play them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Heather said that she, a, a video she's been real into lately, it was just uh, a guy uh, like in a backyard smoking a cigarette, jerking off. She was like, yeah, it's pretty good. What? Just multitasking? Is that yeah. the category? He's on his cell. <laughs> <laughs> just whacking it. I don't know. I mean, look, he, just, he, was only doing, he was only doing two things. He just happened to be in the backyard. He wasn't doing yard work. 
He what was smoking. I guess that's a good point. I never seen a guy like smoking and driving being like, that dude's multitasking. <laughs> <laughs> Are you into multi-tea? Hardcore? <laughs> I saw this video. This guy is ordering a pizza while he's he's whacking. An entire on... cigar in his mouth. <laughs> Do you guys yeah, have did, cool ranch? Hey, didn't you used to open for that guy, Gary? <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, Bill Cosby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, shit, now I have something to say about that. Just, oh, I completely forget. You can still show porn on Twitter, right? I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Twitter never stopped porn. You can go right on there and look <laughs> it up. What do you look up? Um, you just look at cock, Rob, and, cock and Rob balls. Rob his real phone quick, real quick, in cock, his hand. Cock and balls or something like that? Or like hashtag ass or something? Uh, I'd be very vanilla about this, you know? All right, cock uh, and balls. Talking balls, no video right. results. Why aren't any of us looking at women? <laughs> <laughs> Porn's available. Oh, uh, good. Gary, that's pr- pretty offensive. Uh, right. I, mean, we're just, I think we're just trying to stick to the theme of the show so far. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have three dicks. Yeah, you know, I mean, have you ever had something ball. traumatic happen to your talking balls? That was, yes. That was, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I used to do martial arts tournaments, so I've, I've been hitting the nads uh, during sparring quite a bit, but it wasn't as bad as I think I was maybe like a freshman uh, or even like junior high school. We were playing tag in my friend's neighborhood. We're all like too old to do it, but it was just an excuse like we're the, the young prepubescent boys and young prepubescent girls could hide together and maybe you know kiss um but i I never understood that and i was just like i'm gonna go solo there'll be less people to find me so (laughs) while everybody else was like making out in a bush around a cool neighborhood i would be like jumping fences like nobody can catch me you're just just waiting for hours (laughs) yes and i was really fast i was running at the time i was running like uh four or five miles every day so i had a lot of speed and uh, I got cocky when somebody was coming to tag cocky. me. Good I got cocky. There it is. And uh, cock and ballsy. I went to jump over a fence, and my foot uh, on the 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 like in between slipped. So I landed uh, completely without any uh, stopping on a fence with my with my uh, dick and balls. Totally. You know, no, no brace, all my weight, and then I, I fell seven feet off a fence, and I didn't feel that at all because I got hit so hard. And, now, was, uh, it, was it a chain link fence where it had the little triangle things? Did you land on one of those? It was wooden. <laughs> oh, okay. So I had splinters Ooh. in my in my thighs <laughs> and testicles. Oh man, when I was a teenager. And testicles. Okay, go on. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, the classic dick and balls. <laughs> Uh, yep, go on. That's a weird one here, for your uh, father to, to, to have to get tweezers for. <laughs> <laughs> I got a splinter. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. But you don't want to let it get infected. Mm-mm. So that was, that was uh, 14 for me. What about uh, you? When I was a teenager, probably about the same age, maybe a little, maybe a little younger, I... Uh, I used to smoke cigarettes. Uh, like I was, I like to smoke cigarettes. Uh, it was a dumb thing to do, but I did it for a while. And, uh, Tough guy. 
I was a tough guy. And I was um, – Did you have him under your sleeve a lot of the time? Oh, man, I wish. Uh, I wish I was ever that cool. What about your <laughs> have him under your cock? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's – that is where this is going. So I oh, – uh, I um, – <laughs> so I, I was I, I and my 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 mom smoked so I, I I would smoke in the house because she you know she couldn't really tell because I because she smoked so um I was that's pretty good if you want to be an addicted teen make sure your parents have the same addiction oh and that, yeah this just looks like nothing's happening oh well, I mean really if you can get if you can get parents that have more addictions than you like mine did uh, you're all set <laughs> but um. <laughs> So Rob, was, uh, Rob's parents were, for the listeners at home, Sid and Nancy, just so you guys know. Oh, uh, yeah. You're both, yeah, you like to bring over friends and stab them. Like, yeah. oh, no, it's mom and dad. Yep. You knew my parents were dead, but you didn't know how they died. Well, I hope well so. <laughs> so, uh, but I was, so I was, I was at, I was home alone one time and I was, uh, I was smoking a cigarette naked for some reason. Nice. And Similar video to, uh, go on. To, yeah. And I, yeah. I wasn't in the backyard. But I was smoking a cigarette naked and then like the, 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 you know, the ember from the cigarette, like the, the whole like cherry, the whole like top of the cigarette just fell off and landed right on uh, the top of the head of my dick. Mm. And uh, I still have a scar. Damn. Yeah. I mean, it's not. It's just like a slight discoloration, but. Yep. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. So yeah. What makes cleaning the Gipper? <laughs> Penis trauma. Penis trauma. I'm trying to think of a funny name for that as a move. I can't really think of it. <laughs> the... <laughs> uh, the Dante's Peak. Okay, that's good. <laughs> that's good. good. Dante's Peak. Um, like a, uh, a, a schlong smoker, uh, a fire starter, uh, a fire starter, uh, a head start. <laughs> uh, the who's the cow that started the Chicago fire? Oh yeah, old Bessie's. Uh, old Bessie, this, this, the old Bessie is what I call old, it. <laughs> Damn, yeah, no. Lamp I mean, is this show? Is this going normal? Is this normally how things go? Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is perfect. This is normal. Good. This is very right. normal. <laughs> I don't really have a, a, a good cock and balls story, to be honest. None, not so many injuries to them. Nothing you blocked out. I mean, when was the last time you got hit in the nuts? I thought I got hit in the nuts. I don't even know. I mean, this whole COVID thing, it's not like I'm... Like, when am I getting hit in the nuts, you know? Normally, I'd be playing softball with the guys. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> Every day, playing softball with the guys, and they would, uh, you know, Always be razzing you. Yeah, they'd yeah. be razzing me. Beat I'd the hit shit my, out of me. I hit myself in the balls to remember friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, Donnie, boom. <laughs> You named it Donnie? <laughs> no, that's his friend who would hit <laughs> Who would hit me in the ball. Oh, nice. yeah, no, yeah, when you hit yourself, yeah, that's a Donnie. Uh, <laughs> if you blind yourself, that's a Marky. <laughs> I don't know. Right, sometimes, uh, I'll, <laughs> sometimes I'll cry onto my own shoulder 
just because I miss Gary, you know? Aww. <laughs> whenever I whenever I miss Rob, I go to a tire fire. Because <laughs> <laughs> we both are friend, uh, fans of The Simpsons. Oh, sure. true, true. It'd be like watching an episode with him yeah. just in person. Because <laughs> if you were to put on the episode, that might be too much. Yeah, I mean, he, sometimes... <laughs> It, what's great is if you can go to a nuclear power plant, but it, there's just a closer tire fire to his house. Yeah. Like <laughs> two like, hours. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be funny if it was like half a mile down the street. Not yeah, going. really, like right now you're about a mile from, I'm sure, burning tires. <laughs> uh, he's, he's, very, he's in, very much in danger. Really? Are you? Are you? You ever see that movie with like uh, Samuel Jackson with the fire coming to the house? You know what I'm talking about? I don't know. Uh, it was like, it was something about, you know what I'm talking about? Like the whole movie, the fire keeps getting closer and closer to the neighborhood until like, it was about him versus his neighbor who was like racist and it was something about something. I don't know. Oh, hmm. What was it? Uh, I don't know what it was, but can we make up a title right now? No, uh, okay. Uh... Fires on a house? I like this where we riff and then nothing's good after. Yeah. Um, but, uh, how about roof? Uh, roof hot. Volunteer. <laughs> volunteer fire department. Jurassic Spark. <laughs> oh, that's good. That was good. That was good. Hold on to your butts so they don't start with the house on fire. Mr. Ash. <laughs> uh, who is he in the Marvel movies? Oh, Unburnable. Uh, Nick, Nick Fury. <laughs> oh, Nick <laughs> Fire. <laughs> um, do you want to know about trauma that we've experienced together? Yeah, but real quick, I want to, Rob, if you want to see porn on Twitter, you got to go to our Porn Stars Twitter page. Oh, okay. If you, you know any specific search. ones, yeah. You can't just search or, movies. Or you can go to <laughs> deadandmellow.com. Uh, slash store. That's where you can see all my porn available now. Uh, so, porn is, is, so porn is like on Twitter, but it's not like uh, you not can't it's not optimized to be searched. Okay, I got you. And it, it has like it has a warning. It'll be like behind this is the uh, nice pair of cock and balls. So watch out. A pair of them. <laughs> nice two, two dudes. One guy smoking. Other guys not. A few guys living. <laughs> You guys livid. All right. Living, wow. living. And then livid, living, livid. That's the, right. the new sitcom from Matt Miller and Gary Peterson. Living, livid. What if, what if there's two roommates that hate each other? <laughs> one smokes, the other one molests. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk about it, just do it. <laughs> they both. <laughs> Don't talk about it. <laughs> we gotta stop molesting in here. Wait, the guy who smokes also molests? All right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, pick a lane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like if you if you were writing a like a movie and you had a character who was a molester who also smoked, uh, you know, the notes would be like, "Give it's too much. <laughs> don't yeah, make him a complete monster." <laughs> You know, like there's like an anti-hero, like that's the concept. Is there an anti-villain? 
Is that a, a thing? I guess, is that like a villain that's like, yeah. oh, I kind of understand why he's a villain. Is that um, a, oh, yeah. Like? Well, there's the sympathetic villain for sure. Oh, sympathetic, that's, yeah. But then there's also, there's like a, like uh, Bill Murray and What About Bob? There's like the vil- the accidental villain, you know? Okay, okay. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, like uh, the guy that invented like lead gasoline? He's yeah, like that guy's the worst. Villain. Yeah. <laughs> No, he had plenty. He knew better. He's an idiot. Did he Wait, win like, what? a prize for that or something? Like a yeah. prize in science? So like in the early days of, 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 uh, of combustion engines, there was a problem where the, the gas uh, di- didn't go through the valves at the right, it, it, you know, you couldn't get it to go the right speed. And so um, it would cause the engine to stall out and so they're trying to figure out a solution of it. And around the same time, two uh, people figure out a solution. One guy figured out that if you put uh, ethanol into the gasoline, just, you know, you mix it with ethanol, solve the problem. Ethanol is, you know, it's, it's, uh, or it's alcohol made from uh, like, you know, now they usually make it from corn. Uh, and then another guy was like lead, which we already knew is poison. And, uh, he was like, "No, it's great. It'll be fine." And lead does it does it does work. It does also uh, stop the engine from stalling out, but it also uh, poisoned America for decades. Still, it, it's still, <laughs> still, yeah. And I mean, like, really, they say like, be, you know, there's so many serial killers in the '70s. Like, they really think that it might literally be because of leaded gasoline, because they just were. <laughs> For decades, there were just cars just spitting out lead, which is the, <laughs> the thing that brought down the Roman Empire. They just, it, it, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a chemical that, a heavy metal that makes you uh, stupid, lazy, and crazy. And it's, um, it's just. Or as I like to call it, metallic. <laughs> I was trying to think of a heavy metal band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Heavy metal, stupid, lazy, <laughs> uh, crazy. Yeah, that's something. I love Metallica. Right yeah. Metallica was my best choice. It's not the funniest option. I just the only one I had in my mind right now. Yeah. It's the easiest one, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but lead, no, that is nuts. Belly. They let it happen for decades. For decades. And then the guy was like, they kept, people kept being like, this is terrible. It's it's poisoning everything and then this guy would just double down and he'd be like you know what we should put lead in paint and then he started putting lead in paint and so now there's still houses all over this country that ha- that are made out of that you know are painted in lead paint that like slowly is slowly disintegrating putting like lead dust into the air and kids in low income uh, houses are just being poisoned and it's all just cuz this guy like did they it's just the the frustrating thing is that they had a a perfectly good solution at the same exact time it's like it's like vhs and beta where like technically beta is better but it would be like if uh vhs uh, uh killed everyone you know mm-hmm. yeah like that movie vhs it was like a horror movie <laughs> oh or that other movie or that other movie uh vhs2 oh true 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 uh you know he, the that, guy did redeem that, we'll go on that the third movie beta Yes. <laughs> he did redeem himself when he put lead in Zeppelin. <laughs> 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 
My dad has lead for his motorcycle engine and uh, his liquid <laughs> lead. I don't. I mean, it makes him happy, Rob. Uh, <laughs> are you sure? Lead? Are you sure lead's bad? I'm sure he's out for me. I'm going to just. Do you realize how, how much of a better life you would have if you never believed anybody? You're just like, I don't know about that. The thing about lead is Climate like... Climate change? Come on. It's like it keeps being like rediscovered to be so terrible for you, but people keep being like, no, no, let's give it a shot. Because like, it, it, like, like I said, it brought the Roman <laughs> Empire. Like lead, like plumbing literally is from the Latin word for lead. Uh, is is plume so like they made all their plumbing out of lead and then like they they were like they had a, an advanced plumbing system uh, in ancient times and then pretty quickly fucking civilizations over and it's not a coincidence and uh, then like you know like later in like the in like the the eighteenth and nineteenth century there was like hatters that were using lead to make hats stiff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you are you suggesting are you are you saying that the 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 fall of the Roman Empire is mainly contributed to their plumbing? Yeah, that's a. I mean, it's a it's a it's a it's a predominant theater. Anyways, don't they, don't it, think isn't it's... that where the the term like bread and circus comes from? Right, like that destroyed it. But isn't it shouldn't it be lead in circus? No, bread and circus was what how to how to sustain the people like it's like you, you can make stuff as bad as as possible as long as everyone can eat and has entertainment which i think is a we're living through a perfect example of that uh you know like it, the, the the entire country is crumbling but you know we all get we, yeah. we all got iphones and and uh you know you can you can get food in america yeah, i'm pissed my fantasy players are getting covid it's very annoying <laughs> yeah you're close to revolution over it true mm-hmm. true i'm like why can't they all just be sick on the field <laughs> i mean the other team's defense they're, yeah, not, they're gonna really. stop them yeah like seriously like imagine you you the team knows that they're going against a team where some of the players have covid i mean they're gonna have a hard time playing their all Easy. that really gives your team a, an advantage being the cobra I'm going to throw this, I'm going to throw the theory out at you that I learned two days ago and now I'm an expert on. Okay. Do you know what functionalism in society is? You know what Uh, that theory is? No, what's that? No matter what happens in society, society is always perfect in that whatever's happening is supposed to happen. So if the Roman Empire crumbled and it was because of lead, that was what was meant to happen. It sorts itself out like a wildfire in a forest. Like it controls the other problems that are around it. Um, I don't know if I'm explaining this at all right. I think that's really funny uh, metaphor for you is right now while you're a mile from a wildfire that cannot be (laughs) Yes. Like, yeah, I mean, you know how that works out fine? Just, Gary, are you an accelerationist? Do <laughs> um, you know what that is? What is that? It's just whatever the worst outcome of a politicalness is, we just do that until we get to the ultimate outcome. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Sex or death. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe. I mean, those are more fascinating things. I don't those, know. Are the, Maybe. those are the, the things that uh, every improv scene, when played out to its ultimate end, gets to. Oh, yeah. Fight, yeah. flight, fuck, or death. Right? Yeah. It's just sex or death, I think, are the two. If you play it out, any improv scene played out to, like, the furthest it, it could possibly go ends in sex or death. Or Let's both. give Rob a suggestion. <laughs> All right, you're having sex at a gravesite. <laughs> you look, you look down. Ugh. It's your body Ugh. in a coffin. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. That's, yeah, there's a little something. Yeah, <laughs> your cock and balls um, <laughs> are not your own. <laughs> we we did a play about a guy who has sex with his own corpse. We we did not. Don't say we, first of all. And then don't call we, you ripping off Charles Dickens a play you wrote. I did actually write it as a play and produced it with Anderson Comedy like 15 years ago. But we did it, I guess we did a reading of it on uh, Code to Host. Oh, okay. Was that because I remember you did read a play and I kind of forget entirely what it was about at the gas once. Was it about like a wolf? Uh, it was, uh, I forget what that was. Oh, did I do a play? Oh, the old oh, Preyhound. Preyhound, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. What is that? Preyhound was. Uh, I wanted to crowdsource a, a horror movie, and uh, it was that was about mutated greyhounds that uh, that murdered people. And we wrote like five scenes, and then like Nick Ortolani wrote a scene where he just murdered the main character, and we were all like, oh, I don't know, I don't know where to go from there. And it was like <laughs> definitely the. The reason no they were the main character was because he, yes, no <laughs> the reason that Nick uh, murdered the main character was because he didn't realize it was the main character because it, <laughs> we were acting out the scenes at the open mic as we wrote them. And so uh, during some of those, he played a character and it clearly wasn't the main character, but just because Nick was playing it, he just assumed it was. Uh. <laughs> well, when he killed the main character, he was like, what the? The detective is still alive. Isn't the detective the main character? <laughs> oh, man. That was, uh, you know, you pray hound yourself, really. Yeah. Hound yourself. Yeah. <laughs> if only that gave the lexicon, you know, you, like you played yourself. Yep. Pray hound yourself. Yeah, I mean, we had an idea for a movie one time. You know, I was going to make, uh, you were talking about the golden towers, the golden showers. Yeah. <laughs> What's I was that about? Do that <laughs> what was it? Oh man! It was what? just like, uh, like, like Pitch a, me. a family member dies in a factory, and they'll like give you money as a way to like compensate you. But that doesn't cover the emotionalness. So like, the, whoever's like the CEO or owner has to fill in that position in the family, like as a way to compensate. But then, so because they fucking killed your whatever, like you're like, all right, every Sunday we just piss on dad. That's what we used to do. <laughs> And he's court ordered to do whatever they used to do with their father. And so they're just like, yeah, I just, we'd piss on him all the time. <laughs> Jesus. And the tagline was from, uh, was from, what was it? From golden towers to golden showers. Is that what <laughs> yeah. So or like, I'm, I'm from golden parachutes for some reason. Yeah. yeah golden parachute. Oh, gold, Cause showers is like rain. Yeah. Oh man. I, uh, I think it's a pretty good idea for a movie though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Just think of all the wild things they could do. Oh, we used I see, to. Uh... <laughs> I see Steve Carell as the as the as the 
factory owner. I think he'd be great. Already casting. Rob is Rob is steps ahead in this process. The Ooh. amount of time that Rob invests into the dumbest thing I have ever heard. He could have like if he put that energy towards like uh, at a degree, he would be a, a renowned scientist at this point. True. It's, think Actually, of think. What science do you think you'd go into, Rob? If you could choose one. me, um, probably I guess something to do with urine. Oh, urinology. <laughs> Ur- urology, I guess, would be. Or yeah, I that's actually know. what it's called. <laughs> that's of, that's of, of the of the urinary system, but I don't know if there's a study of just urine <laughs> of the substance. You mean cream studies? <laughs> that's how it'll be. It'll like transcend the fields. It'll be like the Louis Pasteur of this. What what rating do we think this movie would be? Because like the stuff they could do to him is really depending on like piss is already what is that PG thirteen? We don't show like private parts. You can get away with pee jokes, but I mean, I you know I think you can get away with them to a point. Like I think once it's a major plot point. It bumps yeah, he's like drinking 13. it. <laughs> it's in a cup. They're like, we're not going to pee in here. Just drink Dad, Dad would always drink our pee. <laughs> Make sure to drop a little lead in there. Because uh. <laughs> he's court ordered to do it. That's the thing. He has to by decree of a judge. Oh, oh yeah. That's, that's, that's why it's jerk off dad. Every... <laughs> <laughs> because it's court ordered. That's why it's not fucking insane <laughs> yeah well you know every thanksgiving our dad would go down to the homeless shelter and jerk off all the homeless <laughs> and then there's just a cut a, a, a shot of like a homeless guy who's like damn every year it gets better and better here at the show <laughs> and the, the boss is just like ah I just gotta stretch. I just gotta. I just gotta. I gotta stretch. I mean, my tennis elbow is. And then there's this thing where he's, <laughs> he's like, you know, you only had to jerk him off, and he pops his head up. He's like, whoa! <laughs> they just keep playing Elvis's. Here comes Elvis. Here comes Elvis. He's just like think, going down a line of just dicks. That scene though, he he pops up and he's. Uh, they're like, you know, you you did not. You, we just you, we just had to jerk him off, and he's like. I don't have all day. I can't to do it with the blowjob because he thought it'd be quicker. <laughs> and then it'd be harsh cut to the next day in the office. He's still covered in cum, and some of the people just walking him walk in. He's the CEO, and he's like, "I'm like, you don't even want to hear about it." He just like walks right in. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's like, "It's called giving back. <laughs> Maybe you should consider it." If he has like a boss, it's like a chief of police. That's like you can't burn him with your cigarettes anymore. <laughs> we used to put our cigarettes out on his dad's cock and balls every <laughs> Sunday dinner. Pasta and ball look, burning. It doesn't look like you kids have ever smoked cigarettes before. How is this possible? <laughs> no, we don't always do this. Doesn't look like your cock and balls ever got cigarettes put out on them, anyhow. <laughs> this is the best. I missed you guys. <laughs> it's really an anti-capitalist thing, so I think uh, yeah. you know, people, yeah. Like, this is the moment for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
It's <laughs> he just has to go along with whatever they say because the judge said he had to. And then and then he'll turn to like a romantic comedy. Oh yeah, he used to take mom out, and then they'll be like <laughs> a romance movie. Like every Saturday night, you take mom out to the movies. Take a hint, buy her a gift. <laughs> can I can I share something that's uh, it was ruined by society? I think. Functionalism. Uh, have you ever thought of like a joke that's like, oh, this is just silly. This is just a silly joke. It's super stupid. It's like going to be fucking great. And then uh, like some sort of national tragedy happens. And you're like, oh, that, that coincides kind of perfectly with this. It's awful. It's ruined. Uh, my example is I... I was gonna. I wrote this like fake trailer for a movie. Uh, it was like an action movie, where like people are like rising up. And it was like in a world where society is ruled by tyrannical police, and people have had enough. In a world where civil rights are being violated, and people said no more. In a world where glasses are handcuffs. And that was, the whole premise was every time someone was going to be arrested, you put glasses on them and they'd be like, get the fuck off me. And like, I, I written out like cop holds down man, puts glasses on face. And as I'm writing this out, I'm like, there's no way no one's gonna fucking think this is stupid. <laughs> and, and then uh, 2020. And uh, then it got over. It was over. <laughs> I still think it's funny. <laughs> it's real dumb. It's very dumb. Yeah, I wrote. A, I had a joke about six million of a certain religion people dying, and then. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Why well, did you? Well, he got the History Channel. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> this isn't funny. <laughs> This is history. <laughs> That's oh, funny. Man. Well, there was that like, remember that movie that came out where like the last scene was like a shooting in a movie theater, and then they had to reshoot it because they like the the Batman shooting happens or something. Oh, what movie was it? Spider Man. Maybe. No, I remember Spider Man <laughs> had nine eleven uh, uh, the towers on it. Yeah, but. <laughs> I like to just bring up movies that I don't know the titles and I just say what it kind of happens. I'm usually pretty good at that. Uh, my was sister it her always be like, movie. We'll be like, what was that movie with Richard Gere and, and Ed Norton? And, uh, and, and I will know what it is, but like, I, I've never seen it. You know, Primal Fear. Primal Fear, yeah. is the answer. He's got multiple personalities, supposedly. Yep. To get out of a murder case. Mm-hmm. But maybe he doesn't. Uh, dang, this, I can't even find it. It's not even that important of a movie. I want to say it was a... Uh, what's that guy? Uh, Channing Tatum movie? No, I'm going to have to look it up. It was Magic Mike. <laughs> Magic Mike. <laughs> they they, Magic they Mike shoot too. all the strippers in the face in a theater. In a movie theater? <laughs> <laughs> they all go in to see Batman in Magic Mike. And someone comes in and like, you should have made this movie. <laughs> Magic Psych. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, yeah, I didn't see Magic Mike too. I mean, without McConaughey, we're like, what's the point? True. <laughs> this movie was like a. Uh, it was like a, like a mafia movie or something, or like a gangster movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean, was it shootings? It's a gangster movie. Oh, was it was um it Public Enemies? Johnny Depp. Oh, was it Lincoln? <laughs> there was a shooting. The you're, you're an asshole. <laughs> you're the biggest asshole in the world. Oh man, they were like, they're, they're Spielberg's doing the final cut on Lincoln, and then uh, the the uh, Batman shooting <laughs> happens, and he's like, "Fuck, we get, we need a new ending." <laughs> okay, Wait, a, school, uh, a movie. A okay, let's see. In a theater. See. All right, let's say uh, he he buys a new hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buys a new hat, lead in it. That was big. Let's say he just he goes and he sits on a park bench and talks to whoever sits next to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never really connected uh, movie theater shootings to Lincoln, but that's pretty good. They were the OG uh, jokers. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah. John Wilkes Booth is a lot like the, the joker of his time. True. <laughs> <laughs> Would you expand, please? Uh, well, I mean, he had a flair for the dramatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was, uh, uh, he was murderous, and uh, mm-hmm. he sought to, uh, to bring about chaos. And he was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> kind of funny. Not that funny. I mean, and uh, funny. just like the Joker, he was, uh, uh, he, he spent his life uh, upset that he was not as, as, uh, as Harold is, as, as his two brothers who are also actors. <laughs> the Riddler and the, uh, the other one. Yep, the Riddler <laughs> and the Penguin. <laughs> Those two brothers. They're all brothers. <laughs> <laughs> what haven't we offended on this podcast? That was the original Marvel Universe, or what is it, DC, oh, DC now, Universe? Now everyone, we hadn't offended comic book <laughs> nerds, but then you called the Marvel Universe. Now we're fucking uh, canceled. Yeah. I just don't think Rick and Morty fans are really making a good point. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just blanket statements to cause problems. Yeah, I mean, of, of all the people to be worried about, yeah, you're like, you just. Let's go deeper. Rick and Morty fans. What else? What's another nerdy thing people like? Um, oh, uh, dog Twitter. Like you can really get you can get in trouble if you mess with dog Twitter. Oh yeah, Dogecoin is garbage. Uh, Do you ever put chocolate on dog Twitter? It's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that I have two dogs. There you go. You you pan over and there's two dead dogs. Yeah, I can say that. Here they are. (laughs) They do not. They do not seem to like this chocolate at all. (laughs) Come on. Oh man, that is so funny. Dogs, come on. Look more dead. Here we go, boy. Here we go. Good. Sit. Go Why are they so stiff? Because they're fucking old. <laughs> they 
they don't care for podcasts. They're more they're more oh, yeah. of a, a live story. Yeah. They're TikTok dogs. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, if we were doing a TikTok, they'd be dancing or whatever, mm-hmm. doing funny stuff. Yeah, they'd be lip syncing along to pre recorded audio. Yeah, they'd be uh very young and wearing scantily clad outfits. Mm-hmm. Uh roller skating is a thing, I guess. I don't know. I'm on TikTok. TikTok's great. TikTok has the uh, uh, TikTok's great. You can get so much, so much big numbers on TikTok. Really? You, well, I, the, it's the way it works. It's like I don't know. Everything kind of like it. It has such a good interface that like all the videos can get seen a lot. Like someone can yeah. start TikTok and then instantly have like thirty thousand followers in a week. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know what it translates to really. Yeah. Don't they sell your shit on your phone though? Uh, I, yeah. Like your bank account information stuff. <laughs> what are you gonna do? You're gonna do? Yeah. Not get on TikTok and lose my bank account. Well, I guess you don't want to be an influencer. Nope. Hey, I had a buddy that really was struggling to gain traction in the online comedic video world. But then on TikTok, he had one video blew up and he's like, I got 30,000 followers today. I'm like, wow, TikTok's the best. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we're struggling to get people to watch our videos. The comedic video business definitely is bigger than ever nowadays, actually. Yeah, because there's no live comedy. Yeah, yeah. There is, but it sucks. Yeah. It's like, you want to go to a park and be like a thousand feet from anything? Yeah, I did an open mic in, in Central Park in front of six dudes. And two of them left. So you <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just awful. It's so funny. It's so funny when the audience is that small and then people leave. You're like, yeah, it was a seven-person open mic. Yeah, <laughs> and no one could stay the whole time. And we were doing five minutes. We weren't even like ridiculous. Yeah. That's the thing about like open mics too. If if every comic just hangs out, like every open mic is fine, you know. <laughs> if every but, comic, if there's if seven people show up and all seven people watch each other's set, it's fun. But, and and especially like fucking pandemic times, where the fuck do you have to go? Yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing. Yeah. He just walked across Central Park to the baseball place and did another <laughs> four person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's like with seven people, that's like 35 minutes. Like you don't have 35 minutes and you shouldn't have agreed to this. Like, Yeah. And the host was like, very, like no one was going over. He was like, are you going to get, <laughs> yeah, everyone was being very respectful. Yeah, Comics are the worst. We're the worst. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I I feel like I I still I do back when there were open mics I still would watch a lot of open mics and even though I feel like I've watched enough for my entire life like tenfold you know yeah uh yeah what do you think who holds the record for open mics most open mics watched me you know, I would say it, it, <laughs> me no way. <laughs> I feel like I did four hours a week for uh, for fourteen years, and uh, and that was just the mics that I was hosting. But then I would also go to a lot of the mics too. 
and mm-hmm. and when I go to mics, I watch them, which is a weird thing. I'd have to say you're up there because I feel like at one point, if guys are hosting open mics, never doing anything, they just stop. No one's gonna like host an open mic. For yeah, like no one wants to do it for years. 14 years. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> i just like it it sucks like i'm so good at hosting an open mic and it's a it's a it's a skill that no one values at all oh that's not true you're just going to a pity party right now it's a very valuable thing to be able to work out material i mean rob the gas the middle east was by far the best open mic of anyone i've ever been to yeah it was a weird one it was (laughs) but it was like it's better but the Middle East or, or some of the mics that you ran that were in those rooms that were not favorable, that were traumatic and nightmarish, it was like if you could get their attention, you knew you were maybe doing better comedy oh, yeah. or like yeah. you had better something of a stage presence. Like you had to you had to fight against the elements just to be heard, which is yeah. from moving to fucking Los Angeles and Matt, you're in New York, right? Yeah. It's like you've got to stand out amidst a pile of garbage. Oh, don't get me wrong. People appreciate the mic itself. They just don't appreciate the host. You know, they're not like, no one's like, wow, that guy's really good at hosting a mic. I can like, name at least three people that appreciate you. I mean, yeah. there's, well, there's so many hosts that, I mean, I've seen that are just like jerks or like whatever. They're like, they're kind of like pissed to have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and I never seen you brought such good energy. Yeah. I think yeah. most of the most of the hosts in Boston are pretty good. I think like Yeah, Boston's good. Yeah. Yeah. Owen is really great. Angela's really great. Uh I mean John Paul is the best. Uh that I mean, I think he's still he, he was still hosting stuff at Creek in the Cave uh before the pandemic, but he's the best open mic host. Um True. He's the best. I mean I mean I guess I was too used to New York mics. Lots of people are freaking annoyed to be doing it here and a yeah. lot of mics i would go to yeah yeah but there's just so many i don't know no. yeah comedy so gary what was the traumatic thing you were going to tell us <laughs> <laughs> now that we're just about out of time uh <laughs> i don't i mean we've done a lot of shows we've done a lot of nightmare shows rob and i yeah. together um We've yeah. turned it into kind of like a fun stage bit, but I thought it would be interesting to talk about the um, the Queensbury uh, road show that we did for the Freedom of Expression Festival. Yeah. Nice. This, um, like, I think that this story shares something that, that um, so many like terrible comedy stories share, which is that as you listen to it you'll you'll realize that it is all our fault you know like we agreed to do something we shouldn't have agreed to do and then the results were terrible but really we should have known that you know yeah if you put it all on one piece of paper that said okay we don't know how much money you're gonna get uh it's 12 hours away there's no hotel room um this is the first year of the thing that they're doing it. <laughs> They've lost their venue, but they got a different one in a field. Um, there's no running water. <laughs> uh, nobody knows there's going to be comedy in any way. They don't have any equipment. It's a hundred degrees and uh, there's no food or water for anybody. Um, 
but uh, DJ uh, Fuckface is going to be there headlining. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and and you know it's it's a way to get out of town for a weekend yeah which and it really was at the time we were both working in tourism so like we definitely like even though we lost money on this trip we also lost like hundreds of dollars that we could have made working in the tourism industry in boston uh it was so stupid but and it was the thing was like we were asked to do it like a couple like a month or so out probably maybe two months out and we're like, oh, okay, sure, yeah, yeah, we'll do it, great. And then as it got closer, we kept hearing new things that kept making it like, you know, hearing the, the venue was switched. So it, it kept like escalating. So by the time we were leaving for the trip, we were like, this is going to be bad. But we were already, Wait, we, so we agreed to do it. The Freedom of Expression like festival? Yeah, it was the name of this like dubstep festival in upstate New York. Yeah, um, kind of uh, near Saratoga. How much? And you were—they scheduled you to be comedians, and mm -hmm. it was in a field, and nobody knew the, sh the festival was even happening. Well, not very many people, evidently. Uh, <laughs> we, we we knew that people people should have known that people were. Uh, we we were to believe people knew the festival was happening. They just didn't know that there was going to be stand up comedy at the festival. Yeah, uh, they knew there would be. Uh, a couple headliner like dubstep people. Um, Rob, you you say, and they didn't have microphones. Yeah, well, so that's the thing. When when we showed up, it was like it wasn't. Uh, first, you know, the venue changed, so they were trying to figure out where to put us. And there was a, uh, it the it took place at a ski lodge, and so there's a big you know. A stage and everything set up and camping area that was on the grass but the lodge uh was relatively small and so we we're like all right we'll do the show at the the lodge actually that was the second i think the first show was supposed to be just on a picnic table and <laughs> yeah we, no one showed up and so we just we sat on a picnic table for a while and then didn't do it 2020 yeah. when we showed up i remember the look on the booker's face going oh yeah like comedy like he had forgotten and so i was like all right uh where where is our you know space and they're like and he just looked around he was like eh, how about over there and he points to a picnic table yeah. and i was like what that's our spot and he goes i mean it can be why don't you stand up on the table and start uh you know doing your jokes yeah and so we you know <laughs> It we can be. Around. Can we get the uh, over there? <laughs> uh, so we walked around the encampment and, uh, you know, told all these people who had tents set up, like, hey, we're doing a comedy show over here. Come by. And, you know, we did it a little bit and then we went and no one showed up. And so they're like, well, you know, tomorrow maybe we'll do it at the, in. We can. We asked the guy, he said you could do it inside the lodge and that maybe people come for that because it's air conditioned. We're like, and oh, it was, great. you know, a hundred humid. Yeah. So, we had a well. I, I don't. Do we even need to get into the the horse tracks situation? I think the horse. We should get to the horse track, but let's t talk a little bit more about this. So we, the next morning, we get to the to the grounds. We walk around and we like we we talk to you know we get there. It's early, so people are just uh, you know and people have been up all night you know dancing and doing drugs. So people are waking up and we're like telling everyone we got comedy. It's starting. It's it's you know and the yeah. comedy was happening like before the music started. And uh, we're like, yeah, it's, it's it's air conditioned, and you know, you're not, you, you can't really go into the lodge most of the time you're there. But this is the one time where you're allowed in. 
it, so, it felt like like a, if you were at like a Civil War field hospital and being told that there'd be a comedy show at, at five o'clock. <laughs> like we were going to tents with people who were really bad shape and we're like, hey, just in case you guys uh, need a little relief from this. Yeah. Why don't you just come over to the lodge and, you know, but we'll it really, be there. It was like we were like comedy and air conditioning and people were like, mm-hmm. yeah. Great, you know, we were excited for the air conditioning, and uh, so we, True. the we, we go the, the show it's 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 time for the show and the room fills up. It's it's we're like oh wow I, we we it's finally happening. We got a bunch of people, and the Booker was like, hey, my friend's fucking funny, put him on, and we, <laughs> and we're like, uh okay, um, well, we'll. And this is a, a, a mistake that I, we put him. I, I we put him on first, which in mm. now I'm like, oh, you, you know, you bury someone like that in the middle, but we put him on first. Um, That's wrong. And so I go up. I do I do my opening set. I'm ripping it, and then uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think I did fine. And then bring this guy up, and he just is Wait, like. Before you get into that guy, do you yeah. do you remember what he said before he goes up? Oh, he was like. I don't have any jokes. I'm just going to like shit on people. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So before he gets up, you know, you meet a new comic, you kind of like, you don't know their act. You can't, he doesn't have like a website or anything and like that. So you can't look his clips up or anything. So we're like, okay, they're your friend. Is he really a comedian? And you're chatting with him. You're like, Oh, so, you know, how, how's comedy? Where are you from? And he's like, I don't know. I don't really have anything. I just, I just go up there and fuck with people. <laughs> And it was that like super aggressive white guy, like juggalo energy that we were like, cool. Oh, awesome. It's like the people are the CEO in the golden towers and he's the family. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He's he's showing truth to power. But uh, so he gets up there and, and he's just like fucking dicks for like 30 seconds probably. And then he's like, I'm fucking high everyone smoke weed. If you got weed, smoke weed. And so then everyone just starts lighting up in the lodge and the guy that owned the lodge, uh, big Italian. Yeah. Big Italian, you know, you know, he did not like that reasonably, I think. Um, and so he, I, you know, go up to, to you know, I think we smoke as a sausage. <laughs> <laughs> so he kept saying, he kept screaming at me, Rob, Matt, and going, "I'll show you how do a fucking comedian is. I'll show you his fucking comedian. I'll go up there. I'll show you fucking pasta sauce all over your fucking cock and balls and your fucking Keep- like fucking, get out of here." <laughs> yeah, it's it, it was really uh, it was it was he just he he was very angry at us and we were like we didn't tell people to do this we we don't know that guy he's not and but he was like get out of here and so he cut the show off in the middle of andrew durso who is the 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 next comedian up just shut the show off like in the middle of his set and was like everyone get the fuck out of here and uh and also like they had video durso (laughs) just stopped in the middle of yeah Yeah. durso and get the fuck out of (laughs) here Also, like the the catering, which was the the people, the kids that organized the festival, their moms just made sandwiches. <laughs> absolutely true. It was like their mom made a bunch of sandwiches, and there was like pasta, uh, pasta, trays. and there was like a, but, yeah, trays of like of uh, of like uh, stop and shop 
uh, vegetables and stuff. And and we were like starving because it's fucking yeah. all day. We've been outside and trying to get people to come to the show. And we were like, is that food for us? They're like, yeah, it's for, for anybody. Yeah. We're like, oh, great. So we had some. And then these fucking hungry people who have been outside with no food or water, just, they just ravenous. They, they Locust. locusts. Yeah. There was <laughs> not, it, within three minutes, it was something yeah. like, it's like, my mom cooked all fucking day and all the food for DJ <laughs> Fuckface is gone. I was like, I don't give a shit. I was like the original Firefest. Yeah, yes, it, yeah, it is. It was like if the it was like if the Firefest hat didn't have really have any capital to begin with, you know. Yeah, if it yeah, was yeah, just yeah. run by Ja Rule. Yeah, <laughs> it would be. So, it would be like if it was run by like a lesser, uh, like a, a lesser uh, rapper of the time. It would be like if it was. Um, uh, I don't genuine. know. Genuine eagle. Genuine. Okay. Familiar. Uh, uh, Joe Budden. Joe Budden. Oh, Joe Budden. He's still around though. He's got a podcast. Yeah. I I remember that we were so uh, like, well, fuck the festival, fuck the crowd, fuck the owner. After this second show, and we had, to, we just want to get our money and leave. Like we were just like, yeah. Uh, what the fuck? What are we gonna do? Like, yeah. There's nothing. And and so like the all night that you know we we left the festival after that that disaster and we just like went out and did stuff on our own and then all and all night we're like we should just we like we're, this is like this is a disaster we shouldn't even do the last show and we're like yeah we're just gonna show up and be like look this didn't work out we're not gonna do a show and then we get there and oh it, and by the way it poured rain the third day so it's just torrential down torrential and, and it's it's a field so it's just yeah. mud. It's like fucking yeah. covered in mud, lightning, yeah. thunder. So we drive there and our friend Matt, who is the one that set the whole thing up, gets out and is like, all right, I'll go talk to them. And he comes back and he's like, they said they're not going to pay us unless we do a show. <laughs> so they're just holding like our no money hostage. Yeah. Well, you, you pretty much haven't even done a full show yet. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, they're just going to hold it hostage. They're like, but they but they haven't like cha- they haven't changed anything to give us a good place to do a show. So they they don't want us to do a show because they want us to do a show. They want us to do a show because they're like fuck you. <laughs> yeah. It's not so it's like a spite yeah. show. Yeah. And so, so we had to go out, go out under a train under we're under you know it's under cover the, the stage is under under a cover. But we we did like we we had to do a a show uh that well there was a band sound check. So like we're trying to tell our jokes and there's just like bass drum, yeah, nice. fucking uh, DJ. They're just touching everything, chat, chat, while we're being like, oh, the store's weird, and uh, people are dancing in the rain not because of fun. It's because this is like the first time water has shown up in <laughs> yeah. three days. Oh, yeah, they're yeah, like trying yeah. to get clean. And so people are, are bathing themselves. Uh, there are a couple of people just naked off in the distance. Mm-hmm. Uh, lightning nice. strikes they hot something. Uh, <laughs> I think every time I, I, I enjoyed seeing the people that were naked. I thought it was fun. I was or too annoyed. Dudes. Oh, yeah. Uh, Gary of, was of, critical of the bodies of the people who were naked. And I was like, <laughs> I think that I, I'm having a great time. 
Oh, we have no food. <laughs> Rob, we got, Rob well, is, outside is so hot. At least I have some hot chicks around him. Mean. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will say Rob is a hundred percent correct. I was too mad to enjoy any sort of good thing. You know, <laughs> I was just too mad to be like, "Ooh, naked people, cool." Um, it was yeah. just like we're being held. Is like no matter what, no matter how sad I get, if I see some boobs. I can still I get in. I feel half an ass. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> we we go up, and I don't remember who it was during, but it was just the perfect thing for the situation, which was um, lightning hit something and all the power went out. So we then just had to yell our our set <laughs> into a quiet, dark void at like 1 p.m., in a torrential violent thunderstorm <laughs> yeah and, and it's very it funny because like the uh, when it happened it was like oh cool well at least they can't sound check it right now you know mm -hmm. oh, yeah, but then the point. bass drum did keep going the bass drum boom, boom, boom. no reason for it to keep going but it did keep going and i think this i went last. the power of the music edm yep, yep. i think i think i i quote unquote headline you are a big headline. I was our, our big old headliner. Uh, and I remember, like, I think as I, uh, as I said, like, that's enough. <laughs> I, like, I had as much fun as I could. And I was like, I gave him like a that'll do pig for the show. Uh, as we left the stage, the rain stopped and sunshine came out and the power came back on. <laughs> it was just like, like a sign of, all right, let's get the fuck out of this place. <laughs> what's us? On the, the Saturday that, that uh, 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 the second day, we left after the de disaster show and we went to a, uh, a horse track. Uh, no, this was before the show. Was the horse track before the, or was maybe it was during it was, the it was, day. You're right, you're right. It was before the, it was before the disaster show. So we go to, uh, we went to a horse track, uh, which was, I had never been to a, a horse track before. I, you know, I, I grew up going to dog racing, um, a class person, uh, before they outlawed it in Massachusetts. And uh, <laughs> ruined Rainham. Ruined Rainham. Yeah, yeah Rainham was great before that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, have, I have a long history in Rainham. Yeah. 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 Me too. <laughs> uh, I did love the dog track, but also when they outlawed it, I was like, that's probably for the best. Uh, but, uh, but the, so, uh, the weird thing about, about, uh, Rainham too, is that there's like, there are, there were two dog tracks. There was one that had been closed for years and was used for like a flea market and stuff. Yeah. 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 The flea market. Market. yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there's not that. Cause that's the random, the random flea market. It's a different flea market in Rainham oh. that, it, that used to be a dog track that isn't anymore. Uh, well this, and this is like 20 years ago when I was a kid. But then, and I, I used to go to punk shows at, at, at that one. Maybe it wasn't in Raina. Maybe it was in Middlebar or something, but it was very, very close. Anyways, yeah. point is, love horse racing. I, I love dog <laughs> racing, uh, even though I think it's probably that. ADD story that we fucking can't. I really, I really do. Well, you, you, why don't you take it over for a bit? Hey, so <laughs> what happened at the horse track? <laughs> <laughs> So we you better incorporate cock and balls somehow into this part of the story. 
<laughs> I've been waiting. <laughs> we we show up to the Saratoga horse track. Um, you have to park a mile away in a field. There's a million people there. Uh, I go up to a betting machine. It's automatic betting machines. And somebody had left a ticket in with $20 that had credited. I should have just Ooh. kept it. It was like, here's your balance. I was like, I won immediately on not betting. And then instead I was like, all right, I'll bet. And we had been given, giving Rob shit the entire trip, calling him like a, a vegan, but like asking really dumb, purposely dumb questions to bother him. Um, things like, now, if you find like a, a bunch of dog turds on the side of the road, can you eat that? Is that vegan? And <laughs> you want to eat a horse? It's radishes. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't and, suck off a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Can you eat your own like 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 balls? Like you goggle your balls in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Can you come on a dog and lick it? <laughs> so we we uh, we get we see the horse names. And one of them is called Craven oh, like Carrots. Meat is best. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kill us after and eat us. Like, what's that the name of the collective group of horses? Future dog food. <laughs> Fur is murder. Uh, <laughs> Don't use would... the whole animal when you just kill it. What? Why is that his name? He's behind most of its parts. Hunts game for fun. <laughs> Uh, Elephants should be dead. <laughs> we saw we saw craven carrots, and we were like, "Oh, Rob, you you're a horse. Look at you, you're like a horse." Craven and carrots. Was his name craven carrots? Craven yeah. carrots owned by West Craven. Oh, craven. I get you. Okay, yeah. Now craving, craving carrots. Um, and uh, and Rob was like, "Okay, like fine, like you was already fed up." It was like two days constantly of this bullshit. Yeah. And uh, none of us bet on the horse. Um, we start watching the horse racing and Rob, you just took over in, in such an annoying way. I just, we're, we're all standing right by the track and just every time the horses would go around, I would go, come on, horsey boy, come on, horsey boy. <laughs> uh, there was no horse named horsey boy. Uh, so they and were people, people were like checking the flyer. Like, what does he know? Horsey boy. <laughs> Is that a hot tip? <laughs> um, yeah. It'd be and funny if Gary... you have a reflection in your glasses, like Gary, it was just horse racing. Like you're addicted now. <laughs> like <laughs> watching it right now. <laughs> uh, and like the, the thing was, we're already so stressed. We're all, attentions are pretty high. So this me saying, come on, horsey boy, pretty cute. Uh, but in, in the mindset Gary was in, he, was, he could not take it. And he was like, I'm getting out of here. And he just took off without telling any of us. Oh, I said, he, I'm going to go. He rode here. a horse off. Is that Gary? Gary's coming around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> That's yellow about confidence coming in the lead. <laughs> Dead mellow right behind him. Uh, <laughs> album available. He's got a question for everyone. If uh, can you eat dog turds on the side of the road? <laughs> I I said uh, if I maybe I forget. I, I I don't know if I told anyone, but I was fed up and uh, needed some space, so I went and got a beer. And then I couldn't find them. I I I went back to where I thought 
they were and they weren't. And then I went to another spot and they weren't. And then after like a half hour of walking around a horse track, I'm like, where the I'm fuck? in the race. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a mall. Uh, <laughs> it, it, I went up to, I distinctly remember going up to like customer service there and saying, um, uh, is there any way to page um, my, my friend? And they're like, is it a child? And I was like, I had to think about it because it's Rob. I was like, mm, no. And they're like, then you figure it out. Like they, they threw it back at me like, fuck you for being lost. And I was like, so mad. And I decided uh, to go back to the car because I was like, oh, at least we all know where the car is. My brain doesn't make sense sometimes. But to me, it was like at the time when I was panicking and no one would help me. I was like, fuck this place. Um, so, so we are just looking for Gary for hours at this point. You know, he walks away. And then for hours, like, we can't find him. And we're like, oh, where, is, where is Gary? We can't find him. And then the horse races end. And everyone's leaving. And we're like, where the fuck is Gary? And By the way, Craven Carrots, 12 to 1 underdog, took first. If we bet, like, uh, like 20 bucks... We would, we made like two grand, but yeah. what the fuck? We were stupid. We were like, and then never did it. But yeah, we like kick in the face, so we, really. Yeah. We've cost ourselves more money by being idiots. Yeah. And, but so we're we're walking around and we're all we're calling Gary. Gary left his phone in the car for some reason, mm-hmm. uh, and. We're, we're calling him. We, he's not answering, and we're all we're just like we're walking around a now empty horse track, like trying to find Gary. And then, fi- I, I, I finally I look, and uh, I had a Facebook message from a stranger that said, "Hey, like that Gary." You about Gary, <laughs> very offensive. <laughs> <laughs> it's not something to joke about. Uh, <laughs> But Gary got some stranger to let <laughs> to let him use their Facebook account to message me and be like, because I don't know anyone's phone number. Yeah, who does? Who does? Didn't call it. Yeah, and I and didn't so, have a phone, so I was like, oh, I'll just. And so this person, this like this person, just has in their their Facebook uh, message history. Uh, a message that appears to be from them that is from Gary. It's like, Gary, protect the car. And me saying, why in the world would you do that? And (laughs) fine, we're coming. And then, so then we, we we walked back to the car and I was, I was mad too. I was like, I thought they just went off and did fucking like went around and just did stuff. That's like, my brain was like, oh, they ditched me or they did so. You know, it was like, I'm, and then when I heard Rob, I called you on the phone through oh, yeah. Facebook, Facebook, Facebook yeah. phone call. Okay, yeah. And I heard you flip out. And that made me be like, you fucking asshole. I've been waiting here trying to figure out. I looked for you guys for an hour and a half and I can find all this shit. And uh, I was like, Rob and I are going to get into it. We're going to fucking fist fight. Yeah. I know it. We have to, and we're you know we're. What are the odds? 
Yeah, so you know, I'm I'm twenty two to one. <laughs> we're and we're you know, it's it, the car is parked a mile away, so it takes us a while to get there. So we're walking back, and we're just all like, "What the? F- why would the fuck would he do that? What's wrong with this dude? Why is he? What? Oh, so you got someone else in the parking lot? Yeah, I talked. I asked like fifteen strangers if I could use their phone. I must have looked like such a scumbag. Was like, excuse me, my friends, they lost their horse track. I just <laughs> need to use your Facebook. Yeah, like they thought. Once he, yes, it's for once, child. Once he left the actual track too, they wouldn't let him back in. So like, once he left, he was. It was just I don't know why. He, it was. It was a. Uh, yeah, it was rough. So, you know, the whole time we're just like, why would he do this? And we're all just complaining about it. And we get back to the car and I'm like ready to give Gary a piece of my mind. Little do I know Gary's ready to punch me in the face. No, I was I was waiting for, I thought Rob was going to hit me. That's why I was like, his anger sounded violent. And I was like, oh, he's going to fucking shove me. And then I'm going to have to like, you know, punch him. And I don't want to do that. But this is where our friendship ends. No, yeah, you were like, he's going to shove me. Vibe. What's that? <laughs> you, really, you just become a gambler. Like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> you go to the car, you're like, I got to beat someone close to me. Well, first of all, I never <laughs> hit, I never push anyone. So that's crazy that you thought that that was going to happen. But at the time, like later, Emotionally, you, were like, you, you push were like, everybody. Though. Oh, that's <laughs> for sure. My, yeah, my, uh, I, I torment people emotionally, but uh, never. <laughs> I'm going to say that's worse, actually. But, so. Sure, sure, yeah. I mean, that's why I do it. But uh, Gary, <laughs> Gary said that he was sure I was going to push him. And then he was like, and then I'm going to punch him in the face. I'm going to sweep out his leg. And I'm going to drive his nose through his brain. Like, he was, he had murder plans. <laughs> you planned a counterattack? <laughs> yeah. I just, threw every, fa- every friend I make, I figure out how to defeat them. You know, I have a plan for everybody. Murder is how you do it. That's a good way to defeat someone. Yeah, murder them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but then, like, we, I got back in the car, and I, I was so annoyed. And I got back, and I looked at Carrie, and he looked so sad just sitting on it's the like, car. <laughs> Turns out I was the child. <laughs> And then Rob, like, ah, oh, buddy, you were scared, weren't you? I couldn't find you guys. I asked somebody at the horse track, and I said, I can't find my friends. And they said, You don't have any friends. They're lost, and you're a big jerk. And you just go, you go home, you know. You should never do comedy again either. You're not funny. And I bet you playing around with a bunch of dubstep assholes tonight. <laughs> What if there was another guy sitting on a car? He's like, you too. <laughs> <laughs> it's a yeah. living. I'm here with my beat poetry pals. We're also playing the freedom of expression. <laughs> <laughs> they were giving it that. Craven carrots. What am I coming out of vegan? What is <laughs> I should have said slam poets. I said beat poets. There is just a bunch of 90 year old men. <laughs> <laughs> I've been stuck at the racetrack before there was horses. They used to race down over fucking. <laughs> we, <laughs> we reconciled. Alligators. Yeah, before colonialism, there was no horses on this continent. <laughs> it was just a track, and we imagined in our head one guy would yell, Big Horse One. I said, That's not me. Big Horse One. <laughs> Big Horse One. That's what the, the early used horse to ride name. over. <laughs> 
Right on. <laughs> big horse one. <laughs> do you, I found out, do you know that actually any big horse that the president is riding is big horse one? I don't know that. Big horse one down. Big. <laughs> Let's, but to, to end this traumatic experience on something that I think we've, we've given audiences joy in our performances by telling the miseries of the story. And this was something that gave us kind of like a saving grace during the trip. And it, it happened throughout the weekend constantly, which was we're staying at the Queensbury Inn Hotel, a very old, disgusting hotel <laughs> that's <laughs> classic and lead paint covered. And uh, I'm sure uh, caused uh, what will be Rob's imminent demise. But it was a hotel that really looked like a, it felt like an office park, you know? Yeah, it oh, was yeah, 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 yeah. should be torn down. Asbestos, most likely. Uh, only had like a tub <laughs> in the bathroom. It's also the it theater. <laughs> it was. Uh, it, was it was also we. We were me and Gary were staying in a room together uh, the first night, and then all of our other friends were staying in another room. And Durso didn't have enough money to like pay pay as much for the room, so he just was like. I, sleeping on like a luggage carrier or something. He just is like a what? luggage stand or whatever. And so the second day, uh, Gary found out about that and he was like, no, D D no, Durso, you sleep in Rob's bed with him. Uh, <laughs> well, you're, you're a lot smaller than me, so. Ah, the old. <laughs> Which was I was fine to sleep with Durso, but I just it just was funny that Gary was like, no, 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 no. You sleep in Rob's bed. Yeah, his bed at all. I insist that you take his bed. <laughs> that's a good move. That's a, that's a, I, I thought we were supposed oh, yeah, to switch off. Uh, there were, I don't know. You were just like, no, no. You, I think you said you had night terrors at the time. Uh, oh, yeah, that was true. I was like, you can't sleep with... I scared him. That's what I it was. night terrors. You can't I was like, you me. sleep with Rob one night and then sleep with me the next. But I do have night terrors. And he was like, I'm going to sleep in Rob's bed. I don't want to get my head ripped off. <laughs> I've I was like, I'm an expert spooner. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe you should have slept with Rob. Maybe you wouldn't have the night terrors. Just do a whole sleep. <laughs> They're all the terrors involve Rob, though. In the <laughs> dreams. <laughs> You gotta face your enemies, right? Yeah. <laughs> Rob, Rob's usually pushing me in some way. <laughs> Rob was the night terror. You can't sleep with me. I got night terrors. <laughs> we we found one saving grace within this entire journey. Are we gonna uh, do the part? The yeah, let's do the part. Let me just backtrack real quick. They didn't have a shower head. It was just the tub. Just the tub. <laughs> That's that's good. You want to take like, a bath? Did you get a bucket and just dump it? <laughs> you had to like you know, fill it from a well. It's like the it's so old. It it wasn't like they like there wasn't supposed to be a shower head. It's just like you know you you know there's the part where the shower sticks out of the wall. There was just like a metal disc there. Like they had had a shower there. Something went wrong with it, and they were tried to fix it, and they were like, forget it, and just <laughs> covered it. Tubs up. every night. <laughs> Nice stew. Mm -hmm. uh, so Rob and I found out very quickly in the hotel, uh, if you pick up any phone and dial a room number, it will ring that room. And so 
I did this as soon as they got into their room. Um, I pick up the phone in the hallway and I hand it to Rob. Yeah, and so you know, I just you know where this you know where this is I know going, where Matt. you're going now. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, are you gonna so, do the bit? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, We're doing it. We're doing <laughs> it. So yeah, so, yeah. What what would you do in that situation, Matt? I like mean, if, you, if you, I if I could call a friend in a in a different room, yeah, I'd probably do like some kind of impression of a like maybe a younger human being. Yeah, like a baby. That's exactly what like I a did. baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. So I, the phone rings, uh, Durso answers, hello? It's a really good Durso impression. And um, <laughs> that's not, no, this is, I'll do a better Durso impression. So the phone rings, Durso answers, hello? This is, hey, hey, hello? Hello? Did you give Durso the link? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I said, um, <laughs> Baby. Hello? Who is this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is, I, I, I don't know how this is going to go on uh, audio. Uh, I mean, I guess I put it on my album, but <laughs> it's. I don't know if it, if it's as funny if you can't see that it, I'm actually making that voice. <laughs> no, it's it's good. I think people, you know, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so we 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 kept doing that every time we would pass the phone, we would call them, and then we would you know we would go up and and uh, meet up to go, uh, you know, hit the the thriving Queensbury, New York nightlife, and. Uh, <laughs> It was oh we ate it cafe after cafe <laughs> and a pizza hut and a pizza hut what yeah. uh, did I have French fries you better believe I did <laughs> uh, and so we would, whenever we meet up like you know they would just sort of they would bring it up very casually they would be like hey I don't know this weird things been happening and has this been happening to you guys but. We keep getting calls in our room. And me and Gary would be like, what? You're getting calls in your room? From the desk or from? No, it's like the calls are from a baby? What does the, ba what does the baby say? Just like self-identifies as a baby? Like that's so, no, we, no, we haven't been getting calls like that at all. That's so weird. That's weird. And we just did that for the first two days we were there. We would just keep every time we would meet up, we would have that conversation. That's that's so funny. Yeah, uh, you know, and then, but eventually they did start calling us, uh, pretending to be a baby. But uh, their baby voice was not as good as mine because it was just it was just a I'm a baby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which, you know, is it's just an impression of Rob, essentially. Yeah, complaining about lack of vegan food on the trip. <laughs> French fries again. And then Dorsey would be like, yeah, I'm a baby. <laughs> <laughs> so.
the, the best impression. Um, but I, I think out of that whole <laughs> sanity to, like to bring this, it around. Like sneaking in stand-up bits. Yeah, you like that? Story. Yeah. But, but it comes from real, the real trauma and truth of it all is that weekend. I, I think there was a very, I'd say a good wait, wait, 40... So do they actually think someone was pranking them? No, no, they knew it was us. Well, they never they, said yes. So <laughs> Matt has a great question here. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I guess maybe they didn't. I mean, Benny did have a have a a, a, a mental breakdown less than a year later. So, <laughs> oh yeah, huh? Mm-hmm. That could have been mm-hmm. the beginning, really. Mm-hmm. Mental breakdown <laughs> tend to happen under a year from a traumatic event. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it was, uh, yeah, yeah, they just, they were like, <laughs> we had a fun time pretending that they didn't know that it was us. It was, it was fun. <laughs> yeah, you, you find your own fun in the nightmare. That's it. Yeah, in the nightmare. You still had your night terrors, though. Yeah, <laughs> still do. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out yeah. you guys were the babies the whole time. <laughs> Gary actually has uh, what's known as art terrors, which are they're like uh, night terrors, but they also are accompanied by like a constant farting. So he's like screaming and thrashing, but you can barely hear the screaming over the farting because the farting is very loud. Oh, uh, true. Yeah. I used to have these dogs. They were uh, fart terriers. <laughs> Do you ever they... fart so loud you scared a dog? Uh. Or killed one? <laughs> I'm killed too. Look at that. <laughs> they're still dead. <laughs> I don't know why they would not be dead, but they're still <laughs> they do look <sighs> dead. They're fine. You're supposed to feed these things? Oh shit! <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> How long have you owned those dogs? I don't know. I've been years. here for three months. <laughs> uh, thank you, fun. Matt. That's thank a fun, you. fun. Hey, thank you guys. It's How fun to doing? hear the whole backstory to that uh, to that joke. A classic bit available on one of my albums. I don't know which one. Uh, yep, highly uh, recommend it. Sackerton. Is it on Sally that... Sackerton? No, it's on the I other it's one. On, yeah, it's on local personality. Uh, Rob's that... albums and my albums are available on deadmellow.com. My album, Yellow Belt Confidence, available with digital download as well as Physical Cop is available. Rob's albums available. Check them out, deadandmellow.com. Yeah, go check that out. They're both very funny. Uh, highly recommend. Uh, you, which one did you put on YouTube, Rob? Was That's that different. one of them? That's just a whole different set? Yeah. Different yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, There's a little bit of overlap between the three, but not much. Just but hey, Gary's, yours just came out like uh, recently. Saturday, yeah. <laughs> and it's, uh, I think people are liking it. Good responses so far. Yeah. Um, we're trying yeah, to uh, push it, you know, try and get it out there. And you, you just get it off the website. It's the best place to go. That's Probably. the best place. Yeah, uh, that's the way that you know we and the label get the most money is if you buy it straight, straight from them. But you know, if it's if it if it's the difference between you buying or not buying it, buy it from Amazon or whatever. Or, you know, or if you don't even want to buy it and you want to listen to it on 
one of the streaming services, you can do that too. We get uh, hundredths of a, of a penny for every hundred <laughs> listens that we get. So, you know, that's, that's cool too. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it would be great if you could buy the album, but if you want to just listen to it, we'd prefer you listen to it then uh, if, you, if you can't buy it or don't want to. I want you to buy it, and here's I, why. I don't. Um, Rob is the worst business manager I've ever uh, uh, heard. Um, <laughs> yeah, we have the money goes to help people like Rob create. Okay, and he doesn't need the yeah. money. He doesn't yeah. want it, but it keeps him off the streets mm-hmm. in a time where you know he he has lost everything, mm-hmm. physically, emotionally spiritually, sexually, mm. testically, cockball <laughs> Please. <laughs> you buy Gary's album, the money goes to people like Gary, a uh, person like Gary. Gary, specifically, it goes to Gary. And uh, <laughs> it, goes people, it goes to people like Gary. It goes to Gary, it goes to Alan, who is also uh, a balding man with a beard. It, mm-hmm. It's uh, uh, he could get he could buy two living dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gary is trying to save up to to replace the dogs that he's uh, that he's dog sitting. <laughs> I just put their collars on some new ones, right? I was being like, cute. I was like, "This is dead. This is mellow." <laughs> um, yeah, we're we're in a time uh, not to get too serious, but uh, we've lost all forms of income as comedians uh, performing uh, zero live shows uh, for the foreseeable future because of my own personal health uh, reasons. Uh, so, you know, this album that's $10, uh, if you could buy it from deadmellow.com would help sustain and support me for maybe the next, uh, you know, for as long as the pandemic can last. And I think it may uh, entertain you in the process. And it, and the only reason why this album exists is because Rob Green uh, helped put it together uh, at Great Scott. And uh, so many other people have helped, but Rob is the centerpiece of my art. Well, and, He's and, my muse. Yeah, and also with, uh, with Gary's, uh, you know, G- Gary helped me immensely with my album. I mean, the... Uh, I, I tried to record my record sadly Sacrament once and there, it was a disaster. And uh, then I regrouped and Gary helped me completely reorganize the, the set list and, and rework the material and uh, just helped me practice and, and polish it. So it's, I mean, it's, it's a hundred times better than it would have been without his help. And also if, uh, if you buy, I, I have a bundle where you can buy both of my albums. And if you do that, you also get a, uh, get a, a bonus EP uh, Bottle Baby and his Cry Cry Stories, which features an intro by Gary that is maybe the worst intro uh, I, I've ever heard on uh, someone's record. Don't uh, give it away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? I feel like I should, we should, I should play it. Do you want it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Throw it in there. If, if you, I will say if you buy my album, you get Rob's album uh, deleted from your life. <laughs> Permanently, yes, it can't it, be replaced. It's like it gets rid of the virus that is his comedy. <laughs> it sends actually a free copy to a to a a racist. Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs>
this is this is gonna make me look like an idiot. <laughs> Listen, I do very, approve. Are you gonna play it? All right. Yeah, this is in. I should say this is in uh, 2011. So, you guys, ready for your headliner? Yeah. I'm gonna bring him right up because he's anxious to get up here. He's one of the best. Uh, Guys to know in the city, great alternative dude, uh, fun man, Mr. Rob Crean, everybody. So that is the great to know in the city, fun man. The best. I lo- I think that that you want to you want an intro. You want the MC to say, "We're gonna bring him up because he's anxious to get up here." <laughs> he knows this is well, where he's supposed to be. Let's 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 take a step back. Let's mm-hmm. take a step back. When uh, hypothetically, Matt, you're me, okay, and I'm Rob, and you're about to bring me up on my album recording, and I tell you, uh, I don't, I don't care what you do. What do you say? Say so next guy. Uh, he's ooh, he's looking anxious. He's a bit sweaty. He seems a little nervous. Unprepared. Uh, I think he's recently, uh, he seems like he forgot to feed both his dogs and, uh, they're in the car. He's fun in the city <laughs> and he's, uh, he's about to black out. I think get a couple beers. I don't know many. Everyone, the very funny Gary Peterson. <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's fair. But, uh, I mean, no, yeah, yeah. You're uh, both of you very funny. Highly recommend. I gotta listen to your, uh, don't listen to both of them. Do it, dude. Uh, I think they're pretty good. Uh, I heard you, you guys is live. I don't. Uh, you, uh, and, uh, you know, this is so. This is the most recent. Gary, yeah, I've seen you do uh, full headliner stuff. There's probably some stuff in there I haven't heard, right? I don't know. Uh, it was recorded a little while ago, but it's it's all my best stuff. I think of the yeah. first 16 years of my comedy career. So, yeah, it's a great. Um, album. All right. Well, if that's yeah, highly recommend. Two very funny dudes. Go to deadandmellow.com. I just went to the website now. Look at you right at the top. There it is. It's Gary Day. It's Gary Day. Oh, yeah. Nice. What is the significance of the name? Uh, it's a line. Yellow Belt Confidence was a line that uh, um, kind of it's – it's a joke in the album, just a quick throwaway line, but it also – is like representational of anybody that gets, you know, into martial arts and does like, you know, you attend classes for one month sometimes and they give you like a yellow belt and then you're like, I'm going to fucking fight a, a group of murderers in a jailhouse. <laughs> like you think you're better than you really are. And yeah. uh, maybe that was the case at the time. Maybe I thought I was a little bit better than I really am. I think it's a good album still, but it's also like just – my thought process on one of the uh, events in the album when I'm like ready to fucking fight somebody. Nice. Thank you. Nice. We'll check those out. And my title is about how I'm sad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you don't say. How did you come up with that, Rob? Did you look in the mirror or just watch your resume? I didn't even come up with it. That's just what happened. <laughs> they, I, I went to record and they just said, sadly, Sackert. <laughs> All the neighborhood kids yell at me as I walk to the train because my bike's got a flat tire. 
is the guy who drops his hat and keeps kicking it before he can pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never gonna call me out. It's gonna be Sally Sackerton. You can't. <laughs> yeah, because you already used Bottle Baby in his cry cry stories. <laughs> Ah, shit. <laughs> Am I getting all my album names from local bullies? You got right, an guys. album, Matt? Are you gonna put out an album or something? Uh, no, I don't get, I don't got an album. I don't. Uh, I still got. I got. I got to do this for longer. Come together with enough stuff. Mm. To put a whole thing out. You're so funny. Do something. I like okay, it. Thanks. Hey, I like you too. Thanks. These guys are so funny. Listen to their albums. I would say don't even listen to any of my stand-up clips. Just listen to their albums. Watch your videos on on on, on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, Instagram is where it's at. Yeah, your videos are so great. It's so been a, the big thing about this uh, this time in quarantine is I've gained a lot of people on Instagram. I don't know yeah. if that's worth anything, but yeah, yeah. You're still you getting so it's getting the money from it. I sold a T-shirt. That's cool. <laughs> I could probably sell a few more. People have asked. I just haven't. It's a, I wasn't going to ask like a company to ship me t-shirts, but now it's kind of, at this point, I think I could. Yeah, you should. Uh, yeah, we want to make t-shirts. We, we have a running like joke in our show, Coast Coast, where. You should do, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, you should be on the show. Uh, but whenever the, um, <clears throat> whenever the, the, we're about to like bring a character on, we like, will go into a bit and the bit is always the same. It's always, you know, being in quarantine is a lot like being an astronaut. And so we want to make sure that they, uh, being in quarantine is like being an astronaut. We, we never, it, 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 the setup is the joke from now on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we don't, we don't so... have any more to the joke than the setup. <laughs> <laughs> stupidest joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you see Netflix made a, a quarantine movie already? Where like people in yeah. the room, they're like, it looks so lame. It's so oh, melodramatic. Right. Well, like, everyone has like a nice house, at least in the trailer. I'm like, yeah. And I saw like, a horror oh. movie that was uh, a quarantine horror movie. Host, I think. It's pretty oh, yeah. Isn't Dan St. Germain's wife involved with the, the quarantine not horror movie? The Netflix one? Yeah. I don't know. I think she's a right. I, if she is involved in it, I bet it's pretty cool because they're both very talented people. But it doesn't look like my cup of tea from the trailer. I, uh, I will say that. I'll give it a chance, though. I think you guys should. Yeah, it could be fun. I, maybe, maybe the trailer just – a lot of times trailers don't match the movie, you know, guys? <laughs> There's a lot of trailers that make movies look awful. When you see the movie, you're like, oh. Have you guys seen this Plandemic movie? It's pretty <laughs> Uh, magic mic yeah. too uh all right i gotta go yeah I, I kept it here longer than oh shit it's almost eight all right guys appreciate it thanks for being here i'll uh, i'll send you the file and thanks uh, yeah check this stuff out they're both super funny uh they're uh great comedy great comedy great standards great people love you buddy hey love love you you. all right hey my ride's here <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah my ride's here <laughs> All right.